0: It's time to take off on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Helping you maximize your travel rewards, no matter your destination or budget. Now here are your hosts, Award Travel 101 community managers, Angie Sparks and Joseph Petrovic, to help you do extraordinary things on ordinary money.
1: Did you know that more award space has been popping up than what we've seen in years? Rather than spending hours per trip searching on your own, let Thrifty Traveler Premium's army of flight analysts do the work for you with their customized premium
0: alerts. Whether using miles or points, or you're just looking for a cheap cash flight, Thrifty Traveler Premium will send customized alerts just for you from your selection of home airports, like 43,000 round trip to Japan. Want business class instead? They have you covered there too for 60,000 points one way. Other examples include Emirates Live Flat Business to Athens for 62,000 points, Air France KLM Business Class to Europe and North Africa for 30,000 points, and even their brand new Nerd Alert feature for unique first-class service like Etihad Apartments or Qatar First Class. So if you want more premium deal award alerts sent straight to your inbox, Head
1: on over to thriftytraveler.com and use promo code AT101 for
0: $10 off your first year. And we're back for episode 42 of the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name's Joseph Petrovic, and I'm here again this week with Angie Sparks. Hey, Angie. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm splendid. We have lots to get into this week, uh, having missed the past few weeks. So let's get straight into it with the post of the week and... We have a post that you wanted to jump into a little bit, which was from me, our 100K celebration.
1: Yes, so in honor of our reaching 100,000 members, we are having a giveaway of a lot of really cool prizes. But one of the requirements to be entered in this was we wanted people to kind of leave a comment about what they had gotten out of the group. And there were a few people, it was interesting just to see the diverse comments that you got, you know, there were some people are like, oh, just congratulations. And then others are like, I learned what 524 is. And you have people who are super knowledgeable and they're talking about, oh, I did this big round the world trip and whatnot. But I thought that there were a couple of really good ones. So we had Randy Deppen, who's also a member of our 201 community. And he's actually a really great guy. He's very funny. We were coming back from a meetup and we were, I think it was actually coming back from the Cleveland meetup. And I was on a Southwest flight connecting through Baltimore where Randy is from. And so he's already A-list and he got to board first. And he goes, I'll save you a seat. And so he saved me a seat on the plane and, you know, I sat down next to him and we had to do the final selfie or whatnot. Well, I have a Google home in my kitchen that acts as kind of a, I don't know, photo album kind of thing. And one day my husband's in there making his coffee and he looks at me and goes, who is that? This is just random man and I on a plane comes popping up. So I had to explain the whole thing. Randy has a lovely wife. I have met her as well. Anyway. So uh, Randy's comment is, well, I think we all keep learning in this hobby a bit more every day from each other, honorable mention for knowledge gain was at the AT101-201 meetup with all the ways to use AI for travel planning from Jackie. And he said it was truly awesome.
0: Yeah, she does a lot so, of cool things with that. And for everyone who went to the Chicago seminars, I'm sure they got to learn a little bit more about technology. Jackie has some wonderful insights into those. and. Then we have a a comment from Lauren Ashley Brown talking about how she has found incredible value using transfer partners too. And uh, for years, she said she booked through the portal and that you you can find a lot more value once you start understanding the value of those partners. And that was an incredible thing for me when I first started understanding this game as well. Yeah. And then another one that really piqued my interest. And there were, there were a ton.
1: I think we've got over 1100 comments on that post. So yeah. these are just a few, but it's kind of shows the diverse nature of our group. Kristen Pinkston Knowles, I have learned about how to think about the value each card offers. This community has been amazing for a place to reach out to when you're stuck or need guidance. And I think that's really key because. You know, I'm guilty of it. I got a Delta Gold card, you know, Sky Miles gold card when I first got started, thinking, Oh, yay, look at all these points. This will get me to Europe. And, you know, as the narrator of my life this back here we're going, <laughs> it did not get her to Europe. <laughs> as we know, delta miles are not what you want to use to try to get to Europe. So I do think that's really key. But anyway, the the contest is still going on so there is time for you to get over to that post and leave a comment and enter the drawing for one of these fabulous prizes and you'll have to go read the you'll have to go read the thread to find out what those fabulous prizes are there's a yes. lot
0: excellent well let's jump into the news and we have a lot since we've missed the past few weeks discussing different news topics then we're going to start out with a new and enhanced offer from the Chase United card, ninety thousand up to 90,000 bonus miles. All the cards have uh, increased offers right now, and you can check that out on the link that I'll share in the show notes from that. Is there anything here that caught your eye?
1: There is not. They're all on the personal cards, and I am trying to preserve my open 524 slots. I already have the free gateway card, which still gives you access to expanded award availability. So... I don't fly United enough for it to be worth getting one of these cards, but if you fly it, that's a pretty good deal right now going on. Are you going to get one?
0: I don't think I will be up to this point. It's hard to say you know, long term, but they are improving this to allow people to spend their way to status a little bit easier. United has traditionally been one of the harder programs to do this. But it's still not one that you're going to want to go out unless you're you're spending half a million dollars a year or more on various United cards. And with the traditional value of United miles decreasing, they're not able to do as much for less like you can with some of the other programs, even if they're the easiest one to use by far. Generally speaking, it's not going to be worth the return unless you're flying frequently with United. So this isn't a program that I would be trying to spend with your credit card. And with that, you know, here's, a, let's jump into another program that I'm not looking to spend a lot with, which is Delta and to kind of avoid their high partner and award rates. You can use a lot of Sky Team partners like Flying Blue and Virgin Atlantic.
1: Yeah. As I mentioned just a minute ago. It- you know, Delta miles can be really good for domestic itineraries. And I actually used it to come home from Mexico City, and it was a decent price, although I could have gotten it a whole lot less on using their partners, either Virgin or Flying Blue. But I had a chunk of Delta miles that whole, oh, let me get the Delta Sky Club yeah. or Sky, you know, gold card. But anytime I want to fly a route that is operated by Delta, I definitely go and check and see what it is on Virgin or Flying Blue first and see if it's something that that I want to even book. You know, the, the benefit to using Delta is it's 100% cancelable and no fees. And there are fees, small ones, if you use Virgin or Flying Blue. But you're going to get a whole lot more value using those. And it's easier to get those points because you can transfer from anybody to Virgin and Flying Blue and apparently Aeromexico, but that's a little more of a challenge to use.
0: Yeah. Virgin Flying Club is really interesting because you can get to London for as few as 10,000 points in economy. You can even fly to Tokyo uh, via ANA or Delta for 27,500 miles. So, you know, that's pretty cheap when you look at the cost of flying delta directly is probably 27,000 miles domestically. So, you know, using One these- million <laughs> sky pesos. There are so many opportunities and, and I really find tremendous value out of Virgin Atlantic. I've done a lot of cool things and hope to continue doing them in the future. So here's another thing that I found interesting. British Airways restricting award availability to non-AVIOs related partners. What do you think of this?
1: I don't understand why people are running around like the sky is falling, the sky is falling with this. I I read the article and it's like, okay, but I probably am not going to go to British Airways. I'm not going to, I don't know. I guess I'm not really fully
0: grasping it. But I think a lot of people are, are thinking that this applies to all awards that are bookable with Avios. So effectively, they're restricting their own space from partners like Cathay Pacific who avoid some of their surcharges or some of the other partners like American who avoid some of their surcharges through some of these one-way flights. I think a lot of people are thinking the sky is falling because it's like, hey, I'm not going to be able to use my Avios to fly American. And that's not the case here.
1: Right. So anyway, no, it. it- doesn't bother me. I'm not losing sleep over this one.
0: <laughs> and we have a transfer bonus, 30% uh, bonus from American Express Membership Rewards to Hilton Honors. This could be of value to some under certain conditions.
1: This could be great if you want to get one of those really nice overwater bungalows in the Maldives and you don't have enough Hilton points and you can't get any more Hilton cards. Although there are a lot of Hilton cards, so there's a lot of opportunity there to rack up some points. I will once again not be speculatively transferring but I do have quite a few Hilton points right now between myself and P2 that I'm I don't need to go buy any or transfer any or anything. Are you going to do it?
0: I did some earlier this year and my my Hilton balance I like to keep enough to be able to do 5 nights anywhere that the Hilton program grows so I like to keep my balance mm-hmm. at 600,000 points or above just in case anything you know, ever pops up and those typically go up to 150,000 points per night. If you have a four night stay, that's 600,000 and fifth night free. So that's where I usually like to keep my Hilton balance and it did dip under that. So I did use some points earlier this year, but I won't be doing that this time around.
1: The next one is Built Rewards has announced its 15th transfer partner. It now transfers to Marriott Bonvoy. Do you have any built points?
0: I don't. I don't have any built points. And I think that anybody who does should run for the hills from this. I, I wouldn't <laughs> transfer a built point to Marriott Bonvoy, but you know, they do have an opportunity. I, I guess if you're going to top up your points or something like that, every 20,000 points, they're actually doing something similar to the Marriott cards when yeah. Marriott transfers to other partners. So Marriott uh, gives a 25% bonus to many of the airline programs they support. Built is giving a twenty five percent bonus to Marriott, and but when you look at the value relative to Hyatt, to American, to Turkish, to some of the other programs Built supports, I don't know why anybody would want to use their points this way, but maybe it's a good way to top off.
1: Right? Yeah i I have some Built points, not because I have the card, but because I play the Built Quest game every year, <laughs> every every month on the first of the month, and I would definitely be transferring mine to American or Hyatt. That's that's pretty much the only one that I would want to move it over to because that would be the hardest for me to get.
0: How about for Cutter Airways? They've announced a 30% transfer bonus from many of their partner banks for those of us here in the United States. The only one that's going to really be relevant is City. thank you points. That means you can transfer one to 1.3. So effectively every 10,000 points you transfer from City, you'd get 130,000 Cutter Avios or Avios.
1: I really wish it was an Amex transfer bonus (laughs) because then I'd probably take advantage of it. I just, I don't have enough thank you points to to do a speculative transfer. And I kind of like to keep those in case I can grab a flight on Turkish for 45,000 points. I have a friend of mine, a local friend that I was helping him search for some flights and I found him one, Athens to Istanbul to Dallas in business class, 45,000 points. And he goes, is that economy? I'm like, no, that's business. Yeah, And he was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, go book it right now, please. I'm like, you're going to have to call and it'll be horrible to call them, but it's a really great experience. So I like to keep my thank you points available for something like that, or maybe looking at one of those really cool choice ones. So I'm not going to be sending it over to Cutter Now, hopefully we get an Amex one before too long.
0: I sent 2,000 over for 2,600 because I had initially 2,500 points from signing up three years ago that were expiring. So I wanted to make ah. it over an even thousand marks. So I ended up having 5,100. And I actually moved in points, all my Avios from British Airways, from all the transfers that I've done over the years for this next thing, which was to redeem Qatar Avios. They recently said that they were going to partner up for JetBlue flights and they had excellent rates, but... They recently walked that back. back. Too many people thought it was really good and they came out with an entirely new chart. So I goofed up because I was looking to fly, I think it was Boston to Charles de Gaulle. And I was looking to do that over the summer. Unfortunately, I didn't have my passport. Well, I had mine, but I didn't have my family's passports loaded to a word wallet where I needed that information to book with Cutter. And some people said, well, you can always just throw in fake passport numbers and, and just fix it later. And I just, I really don't want to have to hassle with that and run into the issues with that. So I didn't have it handy. I kind of waited. And then of course this thing, this deal died in the meantime. So don't ever hesitate. Make sure you have your stuff loaded to award wallet. We'll talk a little bit about some of the benefits of award wallet later. And next up, we have Marriott changing sweet night awards in 2024.
1: Well, we aren't platinum anymore, so that doesn't really affect us. And I have never once been able to get a Sweet Night Award to stick. So, And it's kind of dumb, unlike some of the other programs where if you have a stay and maybe you're staying four nights and you want to use a sweet upgrade thing that would apply for the whole stay, this is per night. So, you know, they're effectively useless (laughs) for me, but they're... They're making it, you know, the The negative is that instead of being confirmed five days before your stay, now it's only confirmed three days before your stay, which gives them more opportunities to try and actually sell the room. But they're supposed to be making, I guess, 20% more rooms available for this. So maybe you have a better shot of getting one of these upgrades to clear. I don't know. What's your history been like with getting those? Do you ever stay yeah. at Marriott with the Sweet so Night upgrade?
0: I have not chosen those the past two years. I have had platinum and titanium status the all the last, uh, I think, four years or so. And this is not something I've chosen the last two because I was never able to get any of those, even during peak <laughs> pandemic where almost nobody was staying out. And I tried to use those four places and none of them would ever clear or you wouldn't be able to apply them or this, that, or the next thing. Now they want to be able to use it to give you an improved view room. That's great in theory, but right. I mean, that's completely subjective and up to them how do i know that the improved room is just like a higher floor overlooking air conditioners that's not what i think of as improved i want a i want right. a suite you know i want something that's guaranteed and that's one of the reasons i continue to stay with hyatt especially for mine and my family's needs is that i know i can confirm a suite and even if it's overlooking something that's less you know desirable it's more room and that that meets my needs more room is always a plus to me. It's not always the views. So this is a it's a step in the wrong direction in my view is making them less useful because you can only clear them out 3 days instead of 5 and you're you're saying, "Hey, they're not going to be used for suites. We're not guaranteeing suites. It'll be something better, but we aren't really right. going to tell you what that is and it's going to be subjective to whatever goofy thing that they call, you know, enhanced view is maybe just going to be Hey, we're going to move you to a higher floor and consider that useful. That's not what right. this is supposed to be.
1: Yeah. So we have two articles from Award Wallet. We, you know, we talk about the high-end properties and the great places to go, and you know, these luxury stays and whatnot. And then people kind of poo-poo how many points that you need to stay at a Hilton <laughs> or at a Marriott, and it's like, oh, it's ridiculous. Well, they went out and they found twelve. Hilton honors redemptions for the budget savvy traveler as well as 12 Marriott Bonvoy redemptions for the budget savvy traveler. And if you look at the articles, most of the the domestic properties, you know, they might be they <laughs> might be good good options if you have to be in Bakersfield, California, but they aren't something that you're going to plan a vacation around. Right. But if you look at some of the international properties that they have on the list, they look kind of nice. There was one that was a golf resort that I'm like, hmm, I, I could go there. And there was another one I think in Jakarta that it was beautiful if you looked at it. So this is kind of one of those. I, I'm not going to go through all the properties that they had, but um, it's kind of a reminder of don't just look at you know, Bakersfield, California is your example of what you, where you can spend your Hilton points. You can get a great redemption out of the country using some of these
0: points. Yeah, this is one of the things that speaks to me because it's always, you know, again, we, we talk often about the aspirational destinations and, uh, and a lot of the community jumps into these things. But, you know, I have more limited abilities to travel internationally. And with that in mind, I also look at how can I travel less expensive domestically? And if I can return high value and get something out of my points, you know, these are great budget. But that doesn't mean it's low value. It's high return. Right. It's the best, you know, best use of your points. So, you know, one of them that has always stuck out to me that I remember from way back, you guys missed out on was the Hilton Garden Inn in Bali, which, you know, was at the one time at the bottom end of Hilton's chart. Now Hilton no longer has a chart, Uh, but it used to be 5,000 points a night to stay at that Hilton Garden Inn in Bali. And I think I checked. More recently, it's like maybe ten, ten to eleven thousand a night. So for forty-four thousand Hilton points, you could spend five nights at the Hilton Garden Inn in Bali.
1: Now, it's not in a lovely location. (laughs) I just (laughs) kind of looked at it. It'd be great. I think it's it's fairly near the airport. I believe it's not on the beach or whatnot. So that might have been a good option for us. You know, the night we got in so late and we were tired, or the night before we were flying out in the morning. You know, we we stayed other places and were great, but it was like okay, that was that was really inexpensive though. Maybe I didn't need to use that free night certificate at that hotel that you know we got in at 10 o'clock at night and we left at 10 o'clock in the morning. So right. all we had time to do was go find breakfast.
0: But if you wanted to make it more of a long-term stay where you explore the country, I mean, I think the uh, Hilton Surpass and, and Hilton Aspire bonuses are like 170, 180,000 points. You could do like 20 nights there.
1: You could, but if you go back and listen to Allison and and my podcast episode about that, you really need to be moving around the country because the traffic is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend that. I would not recommend 20 nights at the Hilton Garden in Valley, but there's an example of great redemptions that you could have. And so then the final thing that we have is earn 75,000 points with the new Southwest credit card offers. They've actually been out for a couple of weeks now because again, we haven't been doing the, offer, the deals lately, but it's companion pass season. So this is the time where you can get an elevated offer on the personal credit cards, as well as getting a business credit card. You time it so that you don't hit the spend on either of them until t- January of 2024 and boom. You get a companion pass, BOGO flights, for two full, almost two full years at that point. I will not be going for either of these because I have a personal Southwest card already. I have a business Southwest card, and I have the companion pass for another year. And I think you're in the same boat as I am, aren't you?
0: I think I'm in a 524 violation anyway, so sitting uh, over for the time being. So I wouldn't be eligible for this regardless. But I definitely... Find that it's something that could be useful for some. The one thing to keep in mind that is kind of more breaking news. It just uh, popped up here is that Southwest is going to be changing the valuation of their points as well. So there's going to lose some value. They they do have a fixed value attached to their cash, even though it looks like there's some valuation that's kind of tied to like how they do their taxes and and stuff like that, and how taxes are covered. But realistically, they're tied to a Cash rate. Um, when I first got into this game, the you basically had about 70, I think, I can't remember if it was 70 or 72 points covered a dollar. So now uh, with this change, I believe it's going to be well into the 80s. I think it's going to be maybe 84, four points per dollar, which makes it about 1.15, 1.2. I can't remember the exact math on it, but it's definitely a devaluation coming in 2024. But if you're still getting buy one, get one free flights, maybe that's not as important to you.
1: Right. Well, and you know, as you're, you're in the same boat as I am, non hub city, a lot of times Southwest is going to be the best option for a non stop flight somewhere. So I'm sure still going to look at it and see if it's the deal that I would need it to be. But they don't fly everywhere I want to go. And they have gotten more expensive, both cash prices and award prices. So It's not the be all and end all, but you know we just used it when we went up to Indiana and Kentucky, and it was very nice to only have to pay for one plane ticket going up there and coming back. So it it definitely is still a great deal if you fly them, and if you have family that you want to take places. Yeah, the only
0: place I'm going, and one of the things with Southwest for me is there's not a lot of great options to fly nonstop. The only place that really does fly nonstop that's not one of their Hubs like BWI or, or BNA or Chicago is Florida. And typically that's only on Saturdays too. So it's, you know, if I'm only going to go to Florida and I has to be on a Saturday to fly nonstop, that's not particularly interesting given the amount of options I have between United and budget carriers as well. So it becomes a less attractive offer for me. And with the Companion Pass, I've found ways to kind of mitigate those higher costs anyways. And that's a a 201 topic for award travel. two (laughs) hundred one. So I don't worry so much about the Companion Pass anymore. And that doesn't come off as exciting as it once did. Okay, trip updates.
1: Tell us about your trips. Yours are way more exciting than mine right now.
0: Well, I am kind of excited because like I said, the last time I, we spoke about this is that I'd had all the framework done. I'd had hotels, I'd had flights, I'd got everything lined up. We had a thrifty traveler. alert. I got um, Ida booked home from Rome. I had an Iberia flight that I, I got to Venice. We're going to stay a couple of nights in Venice at the Hyatt-centric Murano. So I'm looking forward to checking that out and uh, exploring a little bit of Italy. But I mentioned we were looking to do a cruise. We had a cruise kind of in mind and we finally got that booked. It wasn't cheap, but oh, fun. I'm not paying yeah, for are. it. That was my, that's my <laughs> dad. I'd taken care of all the flight and we used that to knock out a bonus on uh, my wife's uh, Amex business gold cards. So we... Ended oh, up pulling nice. down uh, some points from that. And so we booked Cunard to do an Adriatic and Mediterranean cruise. And it's not in one of their base rooms either. So it's one of their entry level suites, I guess. So you're going fancy. Uh, so Look at be, you. Yeah, kind of nice. I kind of curious how this is going to be because I haven't cruised since. I won a cruise way back, I think it was 2006 for being top salesman for one of the automobile dealers that year, but I haven't done a cruise since uh, 2006. So it's been quite a long time since I've been on a ship. And last time I went with my brother, this time I'm going with my dad. I think Jessie's going to start getting kind of jealous here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think she is. (laughs) She really is. Oh gosh, that sounds amazing. Well, so for me, I need, I'm making P2 sit down tomorrow. He is not allowed to blow me off one more time on this. We have got to discuss the trips that are already booked, which would be the Australia and the um, safari in next year that I actually have tickets in his name. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we are 100% like, yep, we are going to downsize. We need to get this house ready to go. And it's kind of nice now that I have a big old chunk of time that I'm not going anywhere for the next few months that I can really devote to this. And I'll be earning some points on that because I've got to go run a storage unit and stuff like that. But we need to get that going. But I would that I would kind of like to have one of, one of those trips at least for the two of us as a reward for dealing with all this because it's really going to be a pain. Um, And I'm quite tempted if he doesn't want to go to Australia, I may still keep the trip and go myself because I've got enough friends who booked those same deals that popped up that I, I can go and hang out with them and it'll be fun. But the newest trip that popped up is I have a local friend who has had a Montana home forever, forever and ever and ever. And she and her husband have recently sold their large mountain home outside of Big Sky. And they bought a new house on a lake a little bit away from there. And about five years ago, we had done a girl's golf trip out to visit her. And it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And I'm always down to go to Montana in August when it's really lovely there and not so lovely here. And so she's invited us all out to her lake house to go for a golf trip. So, I have to laugh because some of my friends are texting me going, "Ooh, ooh, you're the travel person. You can find our flights." I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> No, no that we're gonna do that. I am of course going to try and make it an award flight for myself, but Montana's one of those places you can't get there from here kind of things. And at this point, I only have one airline card um that will give me free check bags because both my Delta Blue card and my United Gateway card do not give me free check bags, and while I can Get that all my clothing into a suitcase that I carry on board. They tend to frown on golf clubs coming into the cabin, so I will try and find something that everybody kind of wants to fly on. That's American a decent airlines, price, and American yeah, that's gonna be American. That's gonna be that's <laughs> gonna be my my goal. But United has a very big presence into Bozeman, and that's kind of like you know I go back and I look at that offer going. Well, sure, Free bags, gonna... free
0: bags. Free bags. Free bags. (laughs) I know. Should I do it?
1: But as we know, I have quite a few Amex cards. So, oh, airline incidental credit. I might actually be able to use it for like you know, a legitimate airline incidental fee if I did it that way. Who so, actually uses so the new. incidental
0: credits for the what they're supposed to be? Come on, Angie.
1: <laughs> I do use it for seat assignment fees. I do, because since I have no status and I'm tall, I want the extra legroom seats. So I truly do buy the extra legroom seats with it. Maybe, not always. <laughs>
0: anyway. Well, with that, let's jump into the bonuses we've Picked up recently, and where are you at right now?
1: Still nagging P two. It's it, that's that dumb business gold card, and I don't want to give it up. I've got we've got till November fifteenth to get back with Amex to tr- try and keep that offer. And I'm trying to pr- tell him, I'm like, seriously, any three minutes for you to sit down with me? We call him and you just say, here, talk to my account manager. I approve of anything that she says. But he's been super busy with work, and then this whole house thing and trips and you know the, traveling up to the meeting. I haven't made him do that. So he doesn't realize what tomorrow he has in store for him. (laughs) I'm going to like pin him down and make him talk about all this stuff. I also realized yesterday, I don't know why I didn't even think about it. I do not currently have a Chase Freedom Unlimited. I thought I did, but I'm guessing I was thinking about his. And I'm thinking I might go ahead and apply for that Chase Freedom Unlimited. Use up one of those 524 spots to get that 3X On everything for the first year, as well as six x on dining and drugstores, because I'm going to have a lot of non-bonus spend coming up over the next year, and I don't know that it's I don't necessarily want to be trying to open cards right and left and left and right to to hit these things. So that's a nice catch-all option.
0: Yeah, if you have a reluctant P two and somebody who's doesn't want to have to flip cards and figure out what each category is. This is like a no brainer.
1: It is it, well, and he actually sat down. We were at a dinner last night, and he had to pull out his wallet and show everybody all his labels <laughs> on his credit cards. And they, everybody, kind of looked at me like, like, hi, yes, that's me. But so I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking hard that might be an option. Yeah. What about
0: you? Well, like I said earlier here, we did just knock out that bonus for that card. So that was 150,000 membership rewards. That was something that I just couldn't pass up. And I saw that come no! available and it's like huge. So that was nice to add to our award wallet account and watch our balances go up like that. I had an issue where I thought I'd gotten the Hilton Surpass 15K free night award certificate. And it turns out that my supplier charged my ro- the wrong card. So <laughs> I had to go back and get that all fixed. And so now I did truly earn the 15K free night award certificate. Just popped up in my nice. account yesterday or the day before. So I have some plans to either use that for replacing one of the nights at the Rome Cavalry that I mentioned a few weeks ago. Or P2 and I are talking about what we might be able to do because she has one from that recent. Hilton enhanced bonus offer where you didn't only get the points, but you got the free night award certificate. So maybe a way to strip or to put together a two-night trip together, something that she and I could do, or maybe even do a family trip. Uh, We're planning to come down to Florida and maybe we'll come down early or stay late. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I also recently crossed the 200,000 point threshold for loyalty points on American Airlines. So that means I've re-qualified for American's Executive Platinum status. And I have a discussion kind of going on in the Award Travel 201 community right now about how I intend to buy miles for a lot less than what they currently cost buying them directly from American. So that's something that we'll go into a little bit further in depth on that and how I can get them kind of cheap. So that's it. Okay. With that, let's jump over to our highlight feature and why should members use a word wallet?
1: I don't know how you can do this hobby without using a word wallet. It I just don't. Even if you just use the free version, it gives you so much that, you know, from keeping track of your balances and things like that. It does take some time to set up, and I am 100% underutilizing this tool because I know there's stuff that I'm I don't there's stuff I don't even know that I don't know that it does. We actually have a recurring post that comes out in the group. It's called award wallet pro tips. And it's kind of just a little blip about, hey, did you know it does this? And I'd be like, huh, ah, no, didn't know it did that. <laughs> so what I am currently using it for is I use it for all of my trip itineraries. It's it scrapes my email anyway to get my award balances. And it's it's so easy and prompt. It's like I just open up award wallet. I'd click on I click on tips and especially if I'm doing speculative bookings, I can see everything in there. It automatically updates when there's been a flight change or a schedule change. It sends me a notification that hey, by the way, your AA flight just changed, and I'm like, oh, okay, didn't even know because I of course didn't hear anything from American about this. I have I know there's got to be a way to do it where it's easy to share your itineraries with somebody who's not on the trip. I haven't figured that one out yet, but. It gives me flight check-in reminders. You know, it's like, hey, your your flight's taken off in four hours or, you know, 24 hours before I've got to check in for a Southwest forget. You got to check in. You can store passport info in there, Joe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I promptly did as soon as I got home that day.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. And you can also store like all your password, your login information for all your loyalty programs. You know, we're a group of travelers. So... You talked about it that you were out in Vegas at Zork or you were out in Reno at Zorkfest and you got an alert and you wanted to go in and buy a flight right away. Well, I've got a lot, a lot of ac- frequent flyer accounts and there's no way in life I can remember the passwords and the numbers for everything. And I do have a password manager, but it's all in a word wallet. So it's easy to just pull that up and there it is. What are your favorite features of it?
0: Well, I was looking through one of the things that really strikes me that is something that I think should be interesting to most people is that it tells you what benefits a lot of times. So I'm looking at my MX membership rewards account and not only does it tell me how many points I have and, you know, how those changes. So if you, if somebody were to access your account and withdraw points or had somehow accessed that, you would get a, a notice pretty quickly that, Hey, your account balance changed, dropped or whatever. In this case, mine went up, but. I'm looking at it and seeing all the credits that I have unused from like the American Express platinum cards yep. and the business platinum cards and telling me how long that I have until they expire. You know, it's 1.6 months until some of these things expire. I haven't used the Saks credit yet. I haven't used all of the dining credits. I haven't used the wireless credits and, and the wireless credits are gotten harder for me to use because Verizon charges extra per line to use these. So I'd have to find another way to use them with somebody who doesn't get charged extra. But I have clear credits. I have uh, digital credits, and it's telling me what I've used, what I haven't, and then keeps track of the spend towards your complimentary guest access for Centurion. I'm not going to hit $75,000 spend, so I'm not worried about it. But if you are one of those people who that's important to you, and it it is, it keeps track of all that for you. You know, being able to track all of the cards. So like one login tracks all my American Express accounts. One login for Chase tracks all my Ink and Ultimate Rewards cards. You've got it, it pulls your credit score from all the different, you know, Vantage score, FICO score, whatever it is that your credit card tracks. I have a credit score from Citi, American Express, and Chase all loaded into my award wallet account. And then like you said, it does track your trips as well. So even some of the programs that, you know, it doesn't really track, it still kind of tracks. A lot of people say, "Well, it doesn't do American, it doesn't do United, it doesn't do Southwest, it doesn't do Delta." I think why those programs don't want award wallet to do, you know, check it because it makes sure that you're keeping track of your miles to make sure they don't expire. They want your miles yep. to expire. Well, not all of the programs obviously Delta and United don't expire miles, but You certainly will from American if you don't keep track of it. And, you know, there are things that, you know, you can get real solid value out of just being able to track everything and having it all in one place. I just went through yesterday and refreshed all of the balances. I added some balances I'd forgotten that I'd had. And this always reminds you when those things are about to expire. I had some fuel points that were coming close to expiring. So I went and used those. You know, if there's, all kinds of different ways to utilize award wallet and there's tons of tips again we share in the group you know we have those actually automated so all you have to do is follow the group and and there'll be a post you know every day about something that award wallet can do and and make your life simpler
1: well and you just mentioned this briefly there not only is it just it's not just frequent flyer accounts and you know the hotel loyalty programs and whatnot it's all loyalty programs so it'll do your fuel perks It'll do your Starbucks, whatever they're called, star, star thingies or yeah. whatnot. I think there's Chipotle has a loyalty program. Yeah. It'll do all of these. So it, you know, it's one of those. At first, you're like, oh my gosh, it's a bit overwhelming. But every time I log into it, I get a message that says, oh, we see loyalty programs that you're not tracking. Would you like to add them? I'm like, oh, okay. Like they discover it because again, they're scraping my email so that they can keep all my other balances updated. So they're finding all this other stuff that pops in. And you can do multiple people. So, you know, I'm a P1 and I've got a P2. I've got all of us loaded into one award wallet account. So I have all of his login information and I see all of his balances. And I, you know, the same thing when you get that notice that your award balance went down, you're like, why? <laughs> nope. You can easily go and check and see what the activity was, but you get notice right away. Which I think it's, you know, super valuable in this hobby when we've got points scattered all over the place. You need to know that you've got free night certificates that, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one that's going to expire soon. Or, oh, I forgot I've got those stranded points over there. What can I do to keep them alive? Is it worth trying to keep them alive? So, you know, and yes, Award Wallet is our parent company, whatever. But it's it's truly something that I believe in, even if I wasn't, you know, working for Award Travel 101. I truly don't know how you can do this hobby without using Award Wallet. And they have both the free version and they have the premium version or the paid version, I should say. And it's included for free if you're in award travel 201 or it's 30 bucks if you just didn't want to do 201 and you wanted the paid version.
0: Yeah, to be able to track it all and for the spreadsheet people, you can load it to spread your spreadsheet. There is a way to export all that information as well once you have it all tracked into one place. But why would you want to manually tr- track all that stuff when it can be automated? You know, there's security behind award wallet. They have security requirements that they have to meet every single year that exceed Google and banking requirements. So from a security standpoint, you're not going to find anything safer than award wallet to track all of this stuff and it's not going to scrape your email. And you've mentioned this uh, here a few times, so I should clarify that it will not scrape your email unless you ask it to. So this is something that you have to give it access to in order to do that. But they're not storing this information. It's not sitting on servers. It's there to load, get access to, and then they offload that. So it's not stored, can't be hacked, can't be broken into. And it's something that Again, I just don't know why anyone would want to do this, you know, manually through a spreadsheet when it's so easy to just have a reward wallet take care of it.
1: And that brings us to our tip of the week. Take the time to set up your award wallet account <laughs> Add your travel documents. Joe already mentioned he missed out on a deal because he didn't have his passport stuff for all of his family members loaded in there. I had an issue when we were in Kentucky going out to dinner. I got a text from our son saying, I need my passport info because he was going to, he needed it for something. I don't even know what it was. I'm like, well, I didn't have it. I didn't have it loaded into my WordWallet wallet account. I didn't have a copy of it in my Google Photos, although I have a copy of my own passport in there and it's locked up in a safe at home. It's like, sorry, you can't have it. So take the time. Yes, it will take some time. Give up that Netflix show and sit down and spend an hour updating all this stuff. It's worth it.
0: That wraps up uh, episode 42. Angie, where can everyone find us?
1: You can find us in the free 100,000 plus member Award
0: Travel 101
1: community on Facebook.
0: And if you want to jump into some more intermediate and advanced strategies, our Award Travel 201 community, which is $89.99 annually, filled with those who wish to dig into the weeds Looking for more outsized value.
1: To book time with our team to discuss how to better your earning and burning strategies, check out our Award Travel one on one consulting service.
0: And you can also email us at contactawardtravel at gmail.com.
1: And if learning in person is more your style, you can register now for the waitlist for our spring meetup in beautiful downtown San Antonio by the Riverwalk. It's going to be a lot of fun. And while we are currently sold out, we know people's plans change go ahead, get on the wait list because there's a good chance that a ticket will open up for you.
0: And make sure you get your hotel booked in advance. Those are often and frequently cancelable. You don't want to find out that a ticket does become available and then you can't get the hotel. So make sure you're set up. Oh, with that. exactly. <laughs> it always stinks when you have everything ready to go and you can't find that. And finally, I wanted to announce that there's also going to be a meetup in the Washington, D.C. area for a frequent traveler's happy hour. This is held by uh, one of our group members, Trevor Mountcastle, as well as Ed Pizzarella from the boarding area blog, Pizza in Motion. It is a Toys for Tots, so they are raising money for the holiday. And I plan on being there. I just burned 15,000 American miles to fly in for the evening to join them and uh, help out, you know, raising money and awareness for. You know, kids who are less privileged. So if you want to join them there, I'll link in some information for how to join that meetup as well.
1: Sounds awesome. Thanks for joining us.
0: And to support your award travel one-on-one community when applying for your next card, thanks so much. Safe travels. Take care.